Welcome back to the Whatnots Review Show number 273. My name is Kyle Springer and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are True. you? Happy October. I'm doing good. It is October. October yeah. 1. If the first is on a Sunday, that means we're getting a Friday the 13th this month. We are. Yeah, that's absolutely. how you can tell ahead of time if you don't have a convenient calendar to look at or if you have trouble <laughs> counting all the way to 13. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like me. <laughs> I <have laughs> trouble counting all the way. What's what, what's after 10? Yeah, crap. Uh, 10, no. <laughs> 2, 10, 3. <laughs> yeah, because, you, you know, Final Fantasy 10, 2. That's right. what, what what happened with that game, yeah, right? right? <laughs> Anyways, happy October. Spooky season has begun. Mm. Uh, I think later today, my partner and I might start getting our Halloween decorations out. Um, next time we're at Target or Spirit Halloween or what have you, starting to Add to our collection of spooky decorations. There's good stuff at Target. There's really good stuff at Michael's. Michael's has got several different flavors of Halloween decoration collections. Absolutely. Yeah, we have some some year-round decorations. Because you've seen our Mm. living room. It has that, like, tarot theme like stars and cards and and st- st- stuff like that so we have on our front door this like uh like psychic sign like come in to get your rating and it's meant to be a yes. halloween decoration but we just have that up all all year round <laughs> absolutely it's good stuff good stuff um what else have you been up to this weekend how are you i'm doing okay seen some movies gonna see more this is the same thing i say every time you how you're the answer to the question how are you is movies i am stuck in a loop (laughs) i I go to the theater like every weekend (laughs) we also went to the movies this weekend we saw the creator I think that's what I'm seeing this afternoon. Phenomenal. Good, good. It was very good. good. I loved it. It is the most Kyle-ass Kyle movie there can be. (laughs) Truly. I loved it. Yeah. Good good stuff. I I also saw, and I keep forgetting the name of it. I watched it on Netflix. The the new Wes Anderson short film, the the Henry Sugar, whatever it is. Yes. Something yeah. something story of Henry Sugar. Yes, I yeah. also watched that. Yeah. Uh, so that was an, an interesting one, uh, to say the, the least, as well. I loved what they did with all of the sets and just oh. how it's constantly moving and changing. And yeah, it was fun. Yes, it was good. it's it's I love all the visual, the clear artifice of that. It is clearly a play. A man is handing you a prop. Ray Fiennes is back again to play another character. Yep. <laughs> good stuff. Uh, spooky season, as we just mentioned, is here. And of course, on the Whatnots Review Show, we like to have October be filled with all kinds of spooky, scary things. Uh, all month, it's going to be horror uh, here mm. on the show. And Melissa, you put in a request. Uh, you were I like, did. hey, hey, Kyle, let's let's do some Archie horror. 
uh, on mm-hmm. on this a long time ago here on the show we covered some uh some some archie horror we we did sabrina the teenage witch uh or i I guess the actual book is the chilling adventures of sabrina uh and it was fantastic Uh, Mm -hmm. we loved that one a lot but i had always been like man after life with archie you need to check that one out melissa you are missing out go check it out uh You can't say that I am missing out on something when it took you five years to pitch it to me. (laughs) You had the opportunity. This was on you. You You could have done this at any point in the past. I I did. Because I'm like, why haven't we gotten to this yet? And I don't know this world well enough to come up with the pitches myself. I had to assign this to you. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, we I, I pitched a few different things in the Archie horror kind of comics line uh and yeah you ended up picking afterlife with archie um which i also think is perfect that we are discussing it now because it is the 10th anniversary of afterlife with archie uh 2013 in october yeah october 2013 is when the issue number one came out Okay, I was seeing a 2016 date on a lot of these comics. Did it was this a series that was like published over a lot of years? Yes. So okay. remember how with uh, the, the kind of similarly with uh, Sabrina, like we got to read mm-hmm. that first volume, and then I think there was like an issue or two after that wasn't collected in that first volume. I think since we did that episode, maybe another issue or two came out, but like that full second volume is not out yet the same is true of afterlife with archie here so we Mm. read all 10 issues that are currently out i think the last one came out in 2016 Um, okay but this second volume uh entitled betty r.i.p is not finished there's two issues that are still like in, they haven't come out yet there's cover art but, but that's that's it and so it's not like there is no collected volume two yet there's only volume one and then if you can find the uh the the extra single issues and part of that is because of its own success. Uh, after, after Life with Archie came out, it was a wild hit. Uh, and so, yeah, they immediately launched into the trailing adventures of Sabrina. Um, and because that was also a hit, too, they were like, what about a, a, a TV show? But let's make Riverdale. And mm-hmm. so they made River Jail, 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 Jail. And the guy that writes these comics started to develop this show. And then that this was a big truly hit. the and definition just, of <laughs> too many irons in the fire. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to partially start something, revamp it immediately, take a long time to go back to the original one, do a spinoff, yeah. do a TV show of the spinoff. Yeah. So. It's it's just kind of wild the ride that it has taken. And I know this year specifically, like the Archie horror line put out something new. They they put yeah. out some like single issue one shot uh, thing. I, I don't remember what it was called, but I heard my the comic book 
podcast that I listened to this this week being like, it's out in stores right now. Here you go. Um, So, yeah, they like they've done a number of like smaller, like single issue one shots uh, and stuff like that. But no more, at at, at least yet of of like Afterlife with Archie or Sabrina Mm -hmm. or stuff like that. So um, here we are. But Archie Afterlife with Archie. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I own the first volume physically, um, but I had also not read any of the uh, uh, other stuff. So I, I knew the first half of this, but all this, <laughs> these like the second half of this was brand new to me here, uh, which was an interesting uh, thing to to there were some things in there that I was not expecting. Um, but this is your first time checking it out. So Melissa, what did you think of afterlife with Archie? First off, I have very little context for Archie to begin with. I know it on site. I know it's this like teenage Bobby socks, American graffiti. Good time. I watched like the first 12 episodes of Riverdale once we read the chilling adventures of Sabrina volume one a couple years ago. And I saw that Josie and the Pussycats movie from like 2001. Yep. <laughs> Which is very different, but very fun on its own. That was all I knew. Uh, so I am reading this also trying to piece together the lore of Archie itself prior to zombies and dark magic being introduced. Gotcha. Like, who's a Reggie? What does a Reggie do? All of this <laughs> is new to me. <laughs> Yeah, it's so I I also it did not grow up writing like the original style Archie. They're still making the, the them if you want like original style Archie. No, 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 no. For 2020. It's right. out there. Um, Vanilla is still available. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I like I did not grow up with that, but I, I think it it is for better or for worse filled with a lot of things that have become a trope um mm-hmm. right and and it is the like you, you know like uh, there's a uh, archie and there's betty or v- v- veronica who will he p- 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 pick no one knows he's just g- g- gonna waffle between both of them his best f- f- friend jughead is right. is is there it's yeah like you said this just like american graffiti kind of good time america hana yay high school right yay high school <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of all you need to know like when when they introduce the principal of of the, the school like your platonic idea yes, of yes. a principal is exactly what he he is he is large uh, he is pointing yeah exactly exactly but um it's it's it really is something that you usually can just kind of pick up and understand instantly um Mm -hmm. and i i think i I, I don't know about you but i feel like you can still kind of get most of that in the first issue or two here of of Mm -hmm. afterlife with archie but in the same way that you get those tropes in the regular archie I think you can very quickly get all the same stuff yes. of like what's happening here in afterlife w- w- with Archie, like in that same way, which is neat. It's like, oh, this is 
horror Archie and everything mm-hmm. we know about quote un- unquote horror will happen in this. Yeah, I was impressed. This is a fun read overall. Uh, mm-hmm. th- th- that's that's my review. I, I was really impressed at the depth of horror knowledge that was in these comics. There's really specific references to things like Pet Cemetery and and Night of the Living Dead. Like they call things out like with specific lines pulled from these other yeah. titles. There's a really nice shining takeoff that I loved. Absolutely. I think it, it knows its stuff. It is pretty effective as a horror title. Yeah, I I agree. It 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 is kind of just lightning in, in a bottle, right? It is the like, you mean zombie apocalypse in Riverdale? This is gonna be weird. I don't know. And then you're sitting there like, oh, they actually they're actually going for it. Like they don't hold back with with mm-hmm. some stuff. Like the, the the spookiness, the scariness, the like even like the underlying evil behind some of the characters or the encroaching doom that is happening um yeah you like they they go for it they swing for the fences and i think because they're mixing in so many different things it kind of becomes its own new thing right they're like it's like okay this is actually working it's not like okay i see it's just a spoof on this one mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. but it, it is its own thing and it's just like yeah. this is fun i like this this is cool yeah yeah this doesn't feel like a a simpsons treehouse of horror where it's just a temporary genre homage this does get a lot of depth to it it does feel like its own ongoing thing like the afterlife with archie line does feel as serious and legitimate as original vanilla archie yeah absolutely absolutely um yeah it was it was fascinating for me to read the second half because there's some inclusion of uh just things that i I was not expecting different types of horror um the volume one very much is like the zombie apocalypse uh stuff like the the main plot focuses on that and then that was all i read for years and years and years and so th- when i picked up what was it issue seven i think which is the the first one that's not in that first volume mm. um or six it it kind of switches gears a little bit mm-hmm. and i was not expecting that uh gets more into some like hp love craft and yeah uh, stuff stuff like that and it was just i I was like oh okay not what i was expecting here in 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 this but fascinating still so we had a good time it was a blast Mm -hmm. um sucks that it's not done and it just kind of ends on a cliffhanger kind of um it it it's interesting because it feels like it could like this could be the ending of a volume where it left off yes uh, and then volume three could have also been entitled betty r.i.p um mm-hmm. but yeah it, it just knowing that it was supposed to be two more issues and mm-hmm. they aren't out yet and we don't know mm-hmm. when they're coming um it's just I, who knows who knows yeah I, I i'd be curious to hear from a person in the future who gets to read all of the complete afterlife with archie in one sitting and what their experience will be 
Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, when when issue one started coming out, it was like new ongoing series. And we were like, this is amazing. It's going to be here once a month, every month for the next uh, however long. And and then it lasted like five months, <laughs> six months. And then it was like, eh, and there's more right and they're like well <laughs> yeah we'll we'll get to it eventually <laughs> yeah, and we're just like all right i mean okay. if there are people who have followed like archie vanilla since i don't even know when it started archie seems like long time ago like, i'm sure is it literally from the 50s or is it like happy days where it's that. from the 70s but it's supposed to be the 50s let's see archie comics uh do 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 the wait what no go back uh founded <laughs> 1939 is when what comics 1939 but like has archie him the boy been around since 19 like is archie as we know him him and Betty and Veronica and Jughead. Has that all been around since 1939? Okay. 1946 is when okay. it looks like. Uh, it says uh, the Andy Hardy movies were an inspiration for Goldwater to have a comic book about a relatable, normal person. <laughs> Teenage Archibald Chick and and Jajaru's debuted with Betty Cooper and Jughead Jones in Pep Comics number 22 in December 1941. Um, But then I guess that like Archie proper of what we know it today must have been like 1946 or something like that. I feel like we talked about this once. I Did feel we? like I have I have deja vu because I feel like I have said before, like my dad was born in 54 and Archie is old enough to have been 13 years old and babysat my baby dad. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, <laughs> that's how I have fit Archie into the timeline of my life before. Archie is that old. He yeah. Babysat little chunky baby Greg. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's been around for a long, long time for sure. Um, but yeah, I I I, I just man, I, older I than Spider Man, far older than Spider Man. Spider Man's still in high school, college age. He's like thirty something right now in modern I- comics. <laughs> but you kind of think about an Archie Andrews and a Peter Parker. As sure. sort of contemporaries, they feel alike, except Archie can't swing any webs or climb up any walls or anything. But like to learn that art, like, would we have had a Peter Parker without an Archie existing and being successful for 20 years? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Indeed. Um, cool. Well, yeah, I, I guess a brief plot synopsis of the afterlife with Archie uh, here so we can get started uh, is. Yeah, it, it, it is the the zombie apocalypse has come to Riverdale by way of a terrible accident. Uh, hot dog, which is Jughead's beloved dog, got hit by a car. Uh, and to to save him, they 
bring him to one Sabrina Spellman uh, to heal, heal, heal him. And she brings him back from the dead, 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 dead. That's not the only thing she brings back. Dun, dun, dun. Um, and yeah, that's how the zombie apocalypse starts. Hot dog bites Jughead. Jughead bites Ethel. So on and so forth. Um, and of course, it's like the night of the school dance. And mm-hmm. right. Um, so every one is in one place in 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 the high school um yeah and uh things things go to hell after that as one mm-hmm. might say um, yep and, th- and then yeah it's it's your t- typical like zombie apocalypse style stuff if you've seen the walking dead if you've seen george romero's uh z- z- zombie movies it's that stuff um so good fun with that Good fun mm-hmm. with that. Uh, is there any other like that's kind of the inciting yes. of event? Do you have stuff to? I have another add question. I have okay. I have another Archie history question. Go for it. If I if I went to a comic book shop and I asked ten people, not which one do you like better, but who do you think is the better match for Archie, Betty or Veronica? What are they saying? What What is What's, the average? What the- what are the what kids is, saying what is the nowadays? Com- <laughs> right. What do the comics community think about this eternal struggle? Because to me, it's like he's such a clear match for Betty. But then there must be some sort of unique dynamic he has with Veronica for Veronica to still be in the running after 70 years. There is. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't have my finger on the Archie Pulse um i i know also kind of around the time that they launched this stuff they did in like an updated uh archie comics uh in like a newer modern art style um i've also heard very good things about that um it it is similar stuff to riverdale but not as like dark and supernatural as riverdale Mm. tends to be um more so like actual teen drama uh in that one but i've 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 heard all sorts of takes i've heard what if he's uh like what if they're they're polyamorous or like what if they like do do yeah that i don't know i i i think oh who was it was it jughead I think in one of those comics, someone potentially Jughead came out as asexual. Yes, um, I remember this. I, I don't remember that. So I, I I like that they are exploring some of that stuff in some yes. of the more modern uh, things. Mm. But old, old, old fashioned Archie is still just up to his same old a- a- antics of I, I don't know. You both are great. <laughs> right and it's this sort of agreement that well until he decides we'll just both date him we'll both trade off we're, we're yeah. aware we are both candidates we're in like a group job interview here you have him on a days i have him on b days <laughs> we've shared custody of archie yeah um, <laughs> yeah yeah so. i just just curious i gotta learn more i gotta find who who is an Archie fan? 
poll all my cousins and neighbors. Who knows the now, most about this? You 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 might be interested in those like modern day Archie comics. I I, I I I know at least for manga, you tend to not like the high school d- drama stuff. True, but I feel like this is a different kind of vibe to yes. what you get in the manga like there, stuff. There is something a quaint to me about the like two straws and a milkshake we're at like a neon lit roller skate uh, diner like that whole era of things that i find like I, intriguing I, I like like that's when like teenagerhood arrived those teens were like the first teens that were truly teens <laughs> and not just kids who like weren't really adults yet like it was a teenage the number it was teenage the movement the vibe, the aesthetic, <laughs> the idea. And I I am intrigued by the era of the proto-teens. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, well, with that, I think we will take a quick break for some housekeeping. And when we get back, we will dig into the grave of Afterlife with Archie. We'll be right back. Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows, and a lot of hard work goes into making them, so we would love it if you check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes, and at our $3 tier, a Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout-out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, Thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, head over to thewhatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. All right, we are back once again. A big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. We love you you. a lot. Uh, It means a ton. Uh, This month on the Pilots Club, Spooky Month, the amazing screw on head is what we are talking about. Out. I watched it this morning uh, before we got on to record this podcast. We are recording our podcast on it immediately after this. So be on the lookout for the amazing screw on head, which was is a pilot for a television show that never really made it to air. I don't think it was mm. on sci fi Produced by Brian Fuller, based off a of Mike Mignola comic of Hell mm. Boy fame. It's an interesting one. I, I'm excited to talk about this for sure. And of course, more Paul Giamatti. <laughs> so. More! A third time in a month. Yeah, uh, exactly. We all... We always shout out our most recent and immediately forthcoming Pilots Club episodes, but I want to mention one we did last year, which was the pilot for a YouTube fan series called Mystery Incorporated that Mm -hmm. is a supernatural teen drama Scooby-Doo. Very relevant to Afterlife with Archie. 
felt a lot like Riverdale uh, has has a very similar vibes for sure. So yeah, that was a good good one, good fun one. Um, okay, let's see here. What else is on the docket for housekeeping? So right here on the review show last week, speaking of Mike Mignola, uh, we continued our coverage of Hellboy. We read volumes four through six. This has been our end of the month specials um, that we've been been doing. So we will continue to talk about more Hellboy at the end of this month, as well as the end of next month. Um and get those those original Hellboy comics underneath our our belt. I've never read Hellboy before, before, so it's been an interesting journey to say the least. I'm excited. Good. Yeah, I'm happy. I've read some important comic icons for the first time this year. Hellboy and Archie. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Um, over on the captain's log this past week, uh, we got to talk about how, how come there aren't more striped ice cream, more Neapolitan <laughs> ice cream. Like why there, there's Neapolitan and then the other one that you like Spumoni. remember and that's it. But why aren't there more? It's a conspiracy. Why, no, why aren't we adding more stripes? It's not a conspiracy. I'm just disappointed. With the lack of work ethic to try and add a fourth striped Neapolitan it's, after it's all the these government. years. The government is holding us back. <laughs> no, I <laughs> just just get it in there. Mix it up. People are ready for a fourth flavor stripe in Neapolitan. <laughs> we talked about that. We talked about some Disney on ice, uh, some wild and crazy <laughs> movies we saw i also got to to watch <laughs> unicorn warriors eternal which is gendy Tartakovsky's new uh cartoon so all sorts of stuff uh happening over there uh and last but not least something we also talked about over on the captain's log this past week something i want to mention once again right here right now for housekeeping Currently on YouTube, we are at 664 subscribers. Ugh. Guys, it's spooky month. It's it's Halloween. It, 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 it legit two two more. We need two more subscribers. We, we're on covering our YouTube. all the good spooky stuff. Come Sabrina's on. here. Sabrina, please summon us two more subscribers so we can reach a six, six, six. Yes, it has to happen this month. I'm not manifesting it. You're right. I'm summoning it. Exactly. <laughs> Ex exactly. Exactly. So good stuff with that. Mm -hmm. But that is about it for housekeeping. So I say we get into spoilers for Afterlife with Archie. <clears throat> All right. Melissa, where do you want to start with this book? Ah. Uh talk about the art we didn't mention the art before but this is a really good looking book and yeah. what i like about it is that it is frequently monochromatic like a lot of individual panels or pages will just be like all in blues or all in purples or all in mauves or something or it'll just have like one or two accent colors like mm -hmm. they really do a lot with just the the line work and the shadows and very few colors in these books 
like color to light the scene that sets the mood for the mm-hmm. this the, the scene yeah it works really really well in a strange way that yeah the hellboy comics dave stewart who has been the longtime colorist for mike mignola's hellboy not the first one but um he he often like yeah like we'll use these like simple flat colors that uh aren't necessarily lighting but it is like the skin Mm. tones of these things and it like in a weird way these flat colors start to feel like textures or you start to like read into them where there is no actual texture uh in them these are flat colors but in like lighting sense right like i got all these like neon mm. lights behind me and stuff if if i was like all a wash in like red or stuff like that that's what they're doing with this and yeah really sets the tone in this for mm-hmm. sure francesco frank via on on yeah. art i'm not sure who the uh colorist is let me see if i can look this up as we are talking um but yeah they they work really really nicely Let's mm-hmm. see afterlife with Archie. There's, there's some go. nice panel structures. There's one page in this comic that might be the single most impressive single page we have ever encountered to date. Yeah. Which is the page where Archie has to kill his zombie dad. And it's oh, like yeah. fifth it's like 15 panels or something. All these like equal sized grid panels and it's this big splash image of him like with the axe or bat or whatever it is he has like about to smash his dad on the ground uh but then over kind of intersecting over that there's like him entering the room where he sees his dad and then all these memories of like you know, him and his dad getting ice cream him and his dad at a parade his dad teaching him how to shave just all of that in like 15 panels to sort of overlay yeah. this this image of violence. The book does an amazing thing with not only like the 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 tone has been set with the colors, but then yeah, with the like what they're sh- showing you in the panels, what they're not sh- sh- showing you, all of that stuff is also very effective. Mm-hmm. Um, something else that I I I want to add to that is that like. As you can tell, kind of from the the plot synopsis, like the inciting event is violence against an animal, right? It, mm-hmm. it is this dog that has been hit by a car. There is another moment in there that you think it's like, oh no, there's going to be more violence against this animal. Don't do it. Like all of this stuff, and mm. then something else happens that you're. Like, like on one hand, you're relieved at right that like, oh, okay, good. They won't have to like fight this dog or kill this dog here. But something else happens that is equally as gruesome and as heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And 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 it like they had the the opportunity to be like to get these emotions in what I consider to be very cheap, right? It's like, ah, you mm. killed the dog. 
Like, mm. come on. Like, of course, mm. I'm, I'm going to feel some t- some type of way. But they get so mm. close to that line and then they sidestep it. And then it's like, but that's just equally just as heartbreaking. What yeah. Are you doing? Um, or you think Archie's dog, Vegas. First time I've met Vegas, didn't know Archie had a dog. He's a good boy. <laughs> he goes to his house to check on his parents and he thinks his dog has turned. Uh, but no, that's hot dog. Hot dog has like found his way to Archie's house and Vegas like jumps in front, like jumps between hot dog and Archie and is like, I will protect you. I, I will fight this zombie dog so that Archie can get away. And they have these text bubbles of like what Vegas is thinking in this sort of simplified like he refers to Archie as Archie master all in one word and he's like fight es- escape run go Archie master love Archie master yeah live Archie master yes <laughs> and it's just like there... no Vegas what are you doing <laughs> but the the actions of the dog are so effective like the, yeah. the the panels where you see its eyes like I feel like you don't even need those word balloons like you can you can understand without a thought right. bubble, knowing what the dog is, is feeling and doing. Yeah, abs- absolutely. It's it's just it's so effective in in that stuff. And it's that that is, I think, one of the reasons why when I first read this and I'm sure you felt the same way, like just surprised at like how like, oh, like they're not like this is not like a spoof on a zombie apart like this is it like they're not oh, holding that back, 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 back here like they they really are like yeah but and shortly after that is when archie then had like his dad has had already turned his mom was locked up in that one room to save herself and then yeah the dad walks in and it's just like i'm gonna have to kill my dad aren't i and it's just like fuck man and yeah he ah. has these like flashback like memories and as he's killing him is like also saying like i love you dad like i don't like mm-hmm. i don't like this isn't you <laughs> so. right and he's killing his dad so that his mom doesn't have to so his mom never has to see any of that right yeah um so yeah it's it's just heartbreaking mm-hmm. and bloody and gory and just it like it's it, it's full on. It's a horror book. It's not holding back at all. And now I'm starting to sound like a broken record, but still, it's good. Yeah, I the dog's a good example of how the book changes perspective frequently. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of its greatest strengths is getting you inside the head of all of these different characters. And I really like a couple issues and everybody has fled to Lodge Manor and they're all hiding there at Veronica's big mansion. And there's a whole issue from the point of view of her butler Smithers just talking about his history. Like my father was the butler for the lodges like in a very Alfred Pennyworth sort of way. Yes. Like it is my legacy to be with this family, to take care of this family. Like this is my history with them. Uh, And this is what I see in them. And this is what I see in all of these people who have suddenly come to the mansion. And it's like, you know, a butler should be like seen and not heard. Like he's just very, very quietly tiptoeing around as a as a classic old fashioned butler would be want to do. 
He sees mm-hmm. and hears everything, but you don't really know he's there. He's supposed to be invisible. So you just see him like kind of not in a sinister way, but just sort of like checking in on how is everybody just sort of this conscience, this like uh, objective observer kind of removed from everything. But looking is, in on is, like all. To, to, to mm-hmm. interrupt real, real quick, you said not in a sinister way but with them playing with so many different horror tropes it is also like there's a teen pool party in this giant mansion and they're locked inside and here's the butler that is like seen but like not seen but like always there they have the security room where he can watch them Mm, all and like it is the like he could be a murderer it it, it could be sinister if this was another type of horror story like if it was a whodunit instead of a zombie apocalypse yeah. He might be a more suspicious character, but as soon as you start hearing from him, he's immediately so empathetic and so mm-hmm. tragic that I was thinking not like this man is a threat, but like this man could die. <laughs> we spend one issue with Smithers and then he dies. Maybe he's still sticking around. We still have Smithers. I'm happy he's there. He's not really doing anything, but like that is his his butler's philosophy. He's very yeah. active for the one issue were like in his head. And then he's just sort of quietly part of the group. There's a joke about how he always has whatever supply they need. Like when they have to vote on whether or not they want to keep Cheryl, it's like, but Smithers has note cards. He's got three by five index cards. We can write down if we you want never to know. keep you might Cheryl need or not. Index right? cards in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's it's it's interesting because with something like a zombie ap- apocalypse to make the book it, it have an emotional weight you need to give an emotional value to each of mm. the characters right so someone like smithers does need to have a gravitas of his 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 own but at the same time you also need to be willing to kill off characters just kind of whenever like su- mm. su- su- surprisingly uh, and that is, I mean, I mean that's kind of what they do is like Jughead is the first human to like be turned into a z- 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 zombie. And you would think like, oh, man, after life with Archie, it might be interesting to see how Archie and and j- 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 Jughead, when they stick to g- 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 together and work together like they can do this. But, man, they're starting to have some different ideas about what it means mm. to survive. And then. Jughead is just immediately like not in this and you're just like oh okay huh uh and then Ethel dies immediately and then Archie's dad and then it's like what is happening like they're yeah um and then with the second volume being entitled Betty R.I.P you can kind of assume that she's Mm. supposed to die I don't know if she actually does Mm. because that's we don't get to that bit here in in Mm. in this um but yeah, like they like you need to be able to kill them off and for their death to have any kind of meaning or be scary. It like even they need to have that emotional weight. And so, yeah, we get an, an issue like figuring out who the butler, who the butler is. Um, and it, it works. I now care about Smithers and 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 like I know I'm not supposed to contradict you in public and yeah. all of this. Like it's like okay, you have your own thoughts on how this might yes. work, but 
you're still kind of holding on to these old ideas that you are in a functioning society now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, like the but- like Smithers that. never stops being a butler. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's never like, I'm just another citizen. I'm just another survivor. I'm going to let these trappings fall away. No, butler till the end. Yeah. Kind of Funny admire stuff, it, man. Um, yeah. But so, yeah, like I they they do a fantastic job with all of that. Uh, something else that I kind of want to bring to att- attention here. Uh, interestingly enough, a lot of the thing like s- the smaller things that they do, especially in the s- second half of this book, are things that they also then go on to explore in the Riverdale show. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of this like rivalry between Archie and Hiram Lodge uh, is something that happens in the River show. This whole idea about Betty's older sister Polly kind of being the one that like she was the rebel. They are sending her off to this like uh, like in insane asylum or or something like that. Um, (laughs) In Riverdale, they end up going down this plot thread that there is a a certain gene in people's DNA that makes them serial killers, and that's in the Cooper family line. So Betty might be a serial killer. Who knows? What? But it, yeah, yes, that show is wild. <laughs> Hot garbage, I, and I love it. It's, it's great. <laughs> it's It seemed wild from, like, the first 12 episodes that I watched, but, like, not... Even the, like... How it gets start that like Cheryl's mm. like twin yes. brother is murdered and there's this idea of like what happened to him was it Cheryl what's going on here it like that happens in this comic yes. too and so it's just like there's all these little small things of like ah I see you you were thinking about all of the, the, this stuff in multiple different mm-hmm. ways here it's in the show it's in the comic and if it didn't make it in the start of the yeah. of the show. There it is in season four or season right. five, right? It's just like, I see. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, interesting. From, from what little I know of Riverdale, having watched the first 12 episodes uh, and then just hearing all the, like the jangle jangle, like all the stuff it went on to do later, the both of these stories seem to have a very maximalist attitude to them. Like, we're putting it all in. Nothing's off the table. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, like the, so, this book, I, go we've ahead. got it's- the zombies and then mm-hmm. the zombies came from like a spell that Sabrina did that went wrong. And then her aunts to punish her from doing the spell, send her to like a nether realm, this Lovecraftian nether realm where she has to marry like a Cthulhu. So you have all of that, but it's like, okay, I can see how these two things are. I can see how these two things are tied together. Okay. Then the final issue we read issue 10, not the final one, but just the most recent one that we are able to read at this time is you catch up with what Josie and the pussycats have been doing. And they've been vampires since like 1926. Yep. And I'm like, hold, hold on. I don't. Do we also need vampires in this? How does this fit into right? everything There's else so we've got going happening. on? There's so much happening. And like that, is, like 
I this is like the the roller coaster ride that is this book. Because you, you heard me at the start being like, they go f- like full on horror. They mean business here. And then mm-hmm. what would be volume two starts with this like Cthulhu stuff. And you're like, wait, what is happening here? Why is Sabrina meeting Dr. Lovecraft? And what? Ha- what? What is mm-hmm. going? And then you see like, OK, when she did this spell with the Necronomicon to bring Hot Dog back there was some kind of like it's implied that some kind of elder god lovecraftian horror is what started the zombie apocalypse because that escaped through this that that spell and to kind of uh fix it yeah she has to become like the bride of cthulhu or something Mm. like like that um and i have to say i kind of liked that issue a lot like at like at at its start i was Mm -hmm. confused of like okay so they left the mansion because the zombies were starting to overrun the mansion so they try to escape to greendale uh which is where sabrina lives Mm -hmm. and then yeah it, it just is like smash cut to like sabrina in some kind of like where is she? What's happening? What's going on? This issue came out years later. Like what? What? You pick up with this? What is happening? Um, but by the end of that, I kind of dug it. I kind of liked yeah. it. I was like, I've seen zombie apocalypses that start with mm. a mm. disease uh, or it is just like a naturally occurring thing that like one day they will just rise up or on the eve of dawn hollows eve this day right like it, it could be some like spiritual supernatural stuff or it could just be an unknown like you will never know how it stood up it stood up it started but i haven't seen one that is like it was a magic spell that went yeah. wrong that unleashed yeah. some like elder god cthulhu hp lovecraft like huh interesting tell me more what's yeah. going on with this i kind of like then that. the final maybe like the second to last issue that we leave off is the issue all about reggie where mm-hmm. reggie at first you think somebody hit a hot dog by accident but you learn that reggie was mad he was lashing out like he like hit hot dog with his car on purpose uh and so he knows this is all his fault he knows that hot dog was patient zero so he leaves the group. He's just going to walk into the zombie horde. He's going to find them, walk right into them, let them tear him apart. He's like, take me out. Maybe that will end all of this. And he walks. It's really eerie to see him walk straight through the zombie horde and they all just part. They don't touch him. Like, they don't care that he's there. Till finally he gets to, like, uh, Midge, his beloved Midge, light of his life, fire of his loins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and god Sab- like sabrina appears and she's like reggie it is you our, our savior if you want you can have midge back but you gotta kill betty and he's like okay deal right. i i guess that's <laughs> me now sure acceptable trade but like <laughs> to have the zombies then not act like usual zombies to have an awareness of like 
this guy is special. He means something. Like they're kind of under some magic control, it seems like almost. Yeah. That Sabrina can like pour it in from the nether realm and offer him this bargain and offer him immunity from the zombies. That's yeah. also new. Well, so so yeah, it, it is it, they are regular zombies for the most part, but pretty early on we see that Jughead has some kind of not autonomy that's not really the right word but he has some kind of intelligence still inside yeah. him and not and not like a like archie it's me i'm still jughead underneath all of this right mm-hmm. we're bros uh it, it 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 is this he is the king of the z- z- zombies in classic Ar- archie Ar- archie he has that like crown hat that he always wears so he is the mm-hmm. king of the z- z- zombies and he can mm-hmm. kind of order them around and i'll be honest i actually haven't seen any of the george romero like night of the living dead zombie stuff so i don't really know what's in there i felt Mm -hmm. that was more of a romero thing just in the like in the back of my mind that felt like maybe something he did in those i could be completely off i saw that but the original Night of the Living Dead once. Zombies just like aren't my flavor of horror. They don't do a lot for me. Uh, but at the beginning of the story where they're at the Halloween dance and like the principal and Mrs. Grundy are sitting outside talking and he's teasing mm-hmm. you and he's like, they're coming to get you, Geraldine. Like that's a line directly from the original Night yeah. of the Living Dead. Yeah. And I also like, uh, I forget who says this, maybe Sabrina says it or her aunt say it or her, but when they're saying, you ought to let d- hot dog die, because sometimes dead is better. It's <laughs> like, yeah. also lifted directly from Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. I, I, I appreciated the direct horror nods throughout these books. There might be even more that I'm not catching up on. Oh, for sure. But yeah. it, they, they showed their work. They did. Um, mm-hmm. But. Yeah, so he like he is the kind of lighter of these zombies. But yeah, like we're starting to now understand is that like he's their leader kind of on the ground and he's directing them to be like, let's go to the the mansion. Let's go follow them this way. Um, So in that sense, it also is kind of like this. Well, this like it follows kind Mm of uh, thing, right? I I don't know. But like it, it is this. It's not a mindless z- z- zombie. They do have marching w- orders, but then they do have this like, yeah, darker force kind of manipulating them behind the scenes. And I think because Sabrina is forced into this like bride mm-hmm. position, she is the one that's like, uh, look, I, I'm in a tough spot right now, but here's what they want you to know. Like if, if you want Midge back you like all you need to do is kill Betty and we'll give you her back. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of what we know with all of that. And then, yeah, skip ahead a bit. We get this, this like Josie and the pussycats, like what's happening with them. And they are vampires, immortal. Yeah. Vampires. Oh, it's what did and you that one's that? like, oh. it's a full interview with the vampire. She is being interviewed. Absolutely. There is more. There's so many different (laughs) horror tropes in here. And that one is like the story of her and Valerie and Melody. And like at one point they had like a fourth, like in Destiny's Child show up in their past. 
or uh, no, following it's, it's, them. What, what was the the Pepper. toilet? No, what, what was the Destiny Child's knockoff name that they did in there? It, 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 it was like it's it like Twilight's Child. Yeah, it was like Twilight's <laughs> Offspring or something, some right, dumb thing yeah. like that. <laughs> you see um, them like get turned into vampires and they've had to reinvent themselves into all these different musical acts over the years which i i'm kind of intrigued by this that was really but like cool. I would, yeah i would want it to be its own story because there's so much more i would dig into like how have the three of you stayed bonded after all these years is there any conflict with like the three of you being like the only people who like really know each other can really fully see each other yeah oh and like i know you can't see a vampire in a mirror i mean just like you're the only one who knows my whole story you're the only one who knows the whole me and then they have to be a different act every like 10 or 15 years like how do they reinvent themselves like creatively is really Mm -hmm. interesting there's so much possibility here to be like its own weird story its own 12 issues but instead it's like fit into this one issue here at the back which is i feel like there's a lot of that throughout the story like i'm kind of intrigued by this but it it gets thrown in here with like 10 other things yeah and it is this like yeah they've been vampires the whole time um they are flying in to play the the school dance that to like go back to riverdale where it all started for them um and they can't land at the main airport uh right there because the zombie apocalypse has Mm. started uh and they're like yeah we're hearing there's like rioting going on in riverdale we'll have to like do a little detour or we could turn around and they're just like no let's check it out let's see what's happening right Mm. um were, were you, you no, were I was just going to say, say this is our like first look at like the world outside of Riverdale, but it seems like it's set back in time, like right at the beginning of things. Uh, like, like I think I have like when we leave off with to say on that, when we leave off with Reggie, I think like after the Halloween dance where they went to Lodge Manor and like left in the next couple of days, like that group of Riverdale survivors have been like just sort of on the road, like traversing America for several months now. And then we catch up with Josie and the Posty cats. It seems like it is like November 1st. They're back to like right at the start of everything. So it is intriguing to see how are they going to catch up to this? Where have they been for the last several Mm -hmm. months? And like how much it, I don't like, you don't really have a sense of how far anybody has gotten. I don't know where Riverdale is supposed to be. Is that New England? Right. Yeah. Where I is Riverdale? No like how far? At one point they mentioned that they're in like Maryland or something. So I don't know like how far outside of this bubble they've gotten. Has Have they heard yeah. anything on a radio? Like is the rest of the America, North America, the world? Okay. Yeah, it seems like the Riverdale in this universe is located somewhere on the East Coast, probably more northeast, because they mm-hmm. talk about going to the CDC in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Yeah, and it's it, it like they're hiking there, which it, it, like if that's just their first decision and not like, can we find cars to like mm-hmm. go out there? It seems like it's well, it's not that far. 
So maybe mm. it's in Pennsylvania, but then the Riverdale of the TV show seems more Pacific Northwest to be aligned mm. with like Twin Peaks and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it is just kind of this weird every town um, mm. kind of thing. But yeah, Josie and the Pussycats, what I thought was really fascinating with that to, to say one more thing with them um, this idea of, yeah, they reintroduce themselves like every 10 or 15 years as this new act. Uh, they kind of switch up who is like the main person in yeah, the act every I like so that. often. I thought that was neat. But then the interviewer asked a really interesting question of like, but now with the rise of the Internet, like, yes. how are you doing this? Like, how, like can't people just look up pictures of this stuff like isn't that stuff out there like what's going on and they start to allude to like yeah that's a problem that we're starting to have to deal with and i was like huh that's kind of fascinating like there might be like it's maybe just kind of coming to the end of a period where vampires could hide in the shadows Mm -hmm. and it is this like there's been more evil things here all the time. You just didn't mm-hmm. know it. Um, yeah. And I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. So, I, then, but, I, but I, yeah, I, it is just like, there's so many things happening at once. Cthulhu and vampires right. and zombies I feel like and it's, I feel like, like and, I said, the zombies you in this story, you can tie back to like the Cthulhu and the dark magic. But then you add the vampires and like yeah, right now, magic. like that's not connected right. to anything. I'm like, either have it be more cohesive, and maybe it is cohesive, and we they just haven't written issues eleven and twelve yet. Or I'm like, add in everything. Where is there a sea monster? Who's a werewolf today? Yeah, <laughs> ab- they meet absolutely. A ghost? Absolutely, <laughs> aliens. Um, They're saved by aliens. God, I do it freaking all. Hope so, yeah, I'd, like I. I'd, I, I kind of feel like this is almost turning into a Betty and Veronica situation of like mm. the world then gets taken over by zombies and vampires. Who are you going to pick, Archie, Archie? The lone survivor you? has to pick one. Who's, who's, who's he going to pick? And he's just like, I don't know. Gee, you're both great. <laughs> right? I want to take you both to the sock hop. Exactly. I I've told you about Judy Zipper, haven't I? Judy Zipper, I who sounds like she she is an Archie Comics character. Google Judy Zipper, so. please. Judy Google Zipper. Judy Zipper. Look at pictures of Judy Zipper. Let's see. Judy Zipper. Judy Zipper is a woman somebody found in like a 1950s like oh, yearbook yes. or yeah. like. A, a church community guide or something like that who looks just like Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah. And we this is just one example of the many, like I found an old painting from the 1700s. that looks like Keanu Reeves or Nicholas Cage or whatever. Yeah. I would one really that looks like love Christian Bale. Here's here's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love if there's an issue where we see like Dilt. Where we see like Dilton Doily on some message boards where he's like, I found this old LP in the back of the thrift store. 
this isn't this, there's no way it can be the same band but doesn't this look like Josie and the Pussycats like I want to know if somebody Something has like caught awesome. on so far and maybe this current Josie and the Pussycats is like using that as a meme like no of, co- of course it's not us that's just a, a Judy Zipper scenario somebody just looks like us right yeah Something like that would be neat. I was even thinking of like Frankenstein of like, can they Frankenstein someone back together? Like, can they revive Archie's dad if they like return to Riverdale and get like his head or something and like, like screw it on some other body Mm -hmm. and do this because he has some knowledge of what happened or like something like that i think that would be interesting too but yeah it feels like a lot but i also kind of like this i like it this is almost what the like universal monsters connected cinematic universe was trying this is dark universe also this is the dark universe that universal dreamed of (laughs) <laughs> Archie and Comics has to do it instead. I I'm okay with that. I want a universe where like that is the case, where it is this like there are all these horrors in different parts. Of, like there's the werewolf mm. faction over there. There's the zombie faction over there, right? And like that ends up kind of becoming the drama uh, of it all, the political yeah. machinations uh, of it all. I think that'd be fascinating. I think this is literally a Disney Channel original movie called Zombies, where like a girl goes to a new high school and like some people are zombies and some are like werewolves and she has to choose like what clique she wants to be in. Right. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Which also then fits like that's exactly what Archie is. It is a Disney Channel original movie. Skipping ahead. That is my recommendation. Watch any Disney Channel original movie. (laughs) Good stuff. Um, But I I, yeah, I, I, I think on. So to go back, I. I said I also had something I wanted to mention about the like world at large of what's happening mm-hmm. outside of Riverdale here when you're not mm-hmm. in like norm like a normal Archie setting. What is the world up to? Mm-hmm. And in volume one. They sure made it sound like the world went to shit fast. Like th- that's it in one right. Night, Dilton does ap- some math. He he does like well, we don't have this proven, but two. he's like well ac- according to like okay. So in volume one, the only like clues as to what's happening in the outside world are some broken like radio transmissions mm. stuff like that, and in that it sounds like national alert the president okay. was like destroying things he was all right like we've sent in the military and it didn't work and like all, like it sounds right. like the world went to shit that night but yeah mm. then in volume two it seems like they almost roll that back and are 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 like well there's dilton's math of like well if if he infected mm. 20 people and those those 20 people infected 20 people like there's some shit happening on the eastern sea blower, but that's kind of about it mm-hmm. maybe right um 
And so I thought that was interesting that they like it seems like they were trying to roll it back and have a possibility of like, OK, this is escapable. Like we can get on the outside of this and find help. Um, whereas it seemed eerily like the survivors of Riverdale might be the only survivors out there. And then in volume two, we see them on the road and they run into uh, other survivors once or twice. Yes. But they don't really interact yes. with them. They just kind of hide. Um, I, yeah, it, it's it's interesting what they're doing and that i think feels like they have more story ideas down the road of like how this could break bad down the road but volume two there was more to volume two that i felt was a disconnect from volume Mm. one than anything else even though i liked the cthulhu stuff the vampire issue was cool on its own. I'm still kind of confused with that. I like the twist of Reggie, like, like getting this command. Like they're on to some good stuff. Mm-hmm. But initially, that Cthulhu issue was just this kind of abrupt left turn, and then they just kind of abandoned this idea of going to Green Jail to get help from them and instead they're mm-hmm. on the road to the cdc in pennsylvania it's like okay that's a plot from the walking dead i get it that that's what you want to do to go to the cdc um but then it seems like that's also not the most important thing happening here right. that's kind of background so it, it just felt yes. like this like weird they disconnect of like what's happening here they haven't mentioned we're still traveling to pittsburgh we're this many miles away from pittsburgh also like don't they know do do they know it was a spell does like archie and betty and veronica and friends know that it was a sabrina spell okay so they are still thinking this could be a disease there could be medicine for this because yeah uh it is jughead is the one that went to sabrina and he's already dead so he can't talk right Mm -hmm. like he can't be Mm -hmm. be like well actually here's how i did it (laughs) Uh, right uh which is not his evil machinations he was just like who who can help like who's the close right like right i've never met a character with fewer machinations than jughead it's like do i want chili on these fries machinations or big machinations if you know what i mean right (laughs) burgers where the burgers at (laughs) <laughs> yeah like it, it's he didn't do, do it out of malice or like mm. oh, dark magic finally my chance <laughs> i'll show archie um right like it's it's not that but that's i i i think that is go, 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 going to be the unknown aspect of this for archie's camp right of this like well if it's not a natural thing it's not a disease what is it i i don't know Mm -hmm. some dark force right and it's just going to be this dark supernatural evil maybe they find out down the road with sabrina right if Mm -hmm. if she somehow escapes her uh her stuff 
what's up with where's harvey where's yeah. harvey K- kankle and all of this right what yeah, she had like dreams about him but we don't see him for real is we, harvey I don't know. greendale's archie like in that situation is is he is he like the he has his own camp of people mm. i i think salem's there. gonna come and save the day salem slinked away He's he's a little black cat. He can escape. He can find somebody. Absolutely. There was also an interesting note about Salem in this. They describe Mm -hmm. him as bicurious. Yes. And this, and I was like, wait. So is 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 can he like transform into a person in this? And he's he was a person. He was a person, and they turned him into a cat. He was a guy once, I think. Interesting. I, I didn't remember that. And I was always like, she just has a cat, a, a cat as a f- familiar. Why are you telling me that this cat is I've, bi-curious? I've se- I've I, s- I know okay. I've seen this before in like other out of context the think, screenshots of panels where Sabrina's like, I'm a witch. This is my bicurious, sarcastic cat Salem. That's well, just his now brand. That you mention it. I'm because I I have seen the first couple issues or not issues episodes of the Sabrina Netflix mm-hmm. show uh, where, yeah, she does have a friend who I think is by in that and the, like best friend. And I think like <laughs> is that he is a cat. The, well, no, but I think that's <laughs> Will he where become it was a cat? headed. I think his name was Salem, if I'm not mistaken. And I think that was the, the was. like, right. Well, I don't remember. It was years ago. I'm trying to <laughs> say, like, I have this vague memory. Okay. I don't know what's happening here. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I think that's kind of where it was headed of like he was going to be turned into the, mm-hmm. this cat that was her familiar. But I, I don't know. So. Um, yeah, there's a lot more to explore. The cat is also a person. There you go. (laughs) Is is Riverdale still happening? I mean, or at least planned to happen once all strikes are resolved or is it It just ended? Their final season happened this last year. I have not watched it yet. It is next up. It's on the like, okay, Kyle's about to start the final season of Riverdale. What season is that? How many? Season like seven or eight, I think. Okay. Maybe nine at the most. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> so there's a lot of Riverdale. It, there's however there's much of the Sabrina yeah. show they made. Maybe three seasons there, of that. Oh my gosh. You could go so deep into this world if you wanted to. I do admire yeah. the the sheer depths of the Archie universe. V- both vanilla Archie and spicy modern Archie. There you go. Spicy modern archie mm-hmm. um yeah even the like something else that i was uh, i remembered i mentioned like all the little like small things that they did in the comic that they then went on to do in the mm. show there was that scene i forget who it was that died uh but the person that like slipped and fell into the like ice uh, and then fell into the oh, water yes. underneath that was also something that happened in riverdale too because i remember mm-hmm. a scene where uh archie's actor is like pounding on the the ice to like hopefully save them i don't think they do but i remember hearing that in that scene he broke his hand like smashing on, on oh. the, the, the ice 
there. Um, so just an, an interesting fun fact. Yeah, it is. It is kind of so. neat to see these as like testing grounds for what would become mm. Riverdale, yeah. the Empire. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know if I have much else to say on on this. I had a great time. There were some yeah. like, strange bits of disconnect that I don't know if I liked volume two as much as I liked volume one. I kind of would have liked to keep it like inside just Riverdale or Greendale because that's like the Archie yeah. universe. Oh, Once a- you get outside of that, I'm just yes. like, ah, I'm this not is as a question I had for you as somebody who knows slightly more about this universe than I do. They leave Riverdale pretty quickly. Did you miss being in that setting? Like, did it feel less like Archie if they weren't holed up in Riverdale itself? Or is Riverdale a people, not a place? (laughs) Which is is what Archie is trying to get. I feel like Riverdale is us, the people. Because there was something about the spell of, like, you only have the protections like when it's in Riverdale, there was some some yeah. thing about the witches of Greendale casting a spell to protect the people of Riverdale back in World War Two. And now that they've left it, there was this like lingering like, huh, but would they have would they not have the protections if they left Riverdale? Some interesting stuff happening mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. this universe. A lot of lingering questions. But yeah, that was kind of what I didn't like is once it left those settings and was like, okay, we're headed to Pittsburgh. Like, <laughs> I, I've, I've been to Pittsburgh. Right. And like that works for like the walking dead or other zombie stuff mm-hmm. like that, because it's a new story. Like it's, it's supposed to be yeah. set in the world that I know. Right. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. not, it's afterlife with Archie and Archie and his yes. world. It's and not stuff. afterlife so, yeah. with Kyle. Right. No, it's not. <laughs> don't, don't, don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Um, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I want it to be set in their world. I want it to be set in river. I want it to be set in, uh, yeah. In Greendale, what's happening with the South side of the like South side serpents mm, of the mm, river Dale mm. TV show. Can you expand it in that way? Cause that's what I want to see. I'm fine with mm. it, including Salem because Salem is in there with Sabrina, but also, Salem kind of already has this like rich witchcraft vibe mm-hmm. to it. It has that rich history there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Like I, yeah, yeah. I like it. It, 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 like I did not like that it went out of that stuff. I feel like it would have been a much better self-contained like graphic novel mm-hmm. if you only did like. All right, here's 12 issues. It's set it like it's after. And like, that was it. I feel Mm. like that would have been like, oh, that was great. Because you can kind of almost read that first volume. Yeah. And just read it by itself Mm. and be like, man, that was a great like what if story. Um, And then that like that is the problem with trying to like expand on it. Right. Of, Of like 
maybe an idea we have is not the greatest. But also, you're on to some really cool ideas in here, too. So, I don't know. You win some, you lose some, you know? Yeah. I, it's hard to report on a story that is not done yet. Yeah, I think this is this is strong. I'm happy we were able to cross off uh, Archie horror from our list. Now, eventually, now we've only done spooky Archie. We did this and we read Chilling Adventures of Sabrina several years ago. Eventually, we got to do vanilla. One day. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, cool. Well, let me see about bingo here. Pull up bingo in just a sec. I don't know if we have much. No. Um, so I, this might not even be worth pulling up on screen then. We, yeah. we have not been able to update bingo in a while. Um, this almost could have a cat and mouse game if the like zombies were like toying with mm. them in the right mm. way. Right. But we don't get that. In here, we don't have a treasure map. So there's no like, I didn't realize my own strength. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, so not Nothing much to new. report on bingo. Um, but yes, that means let's get on to recommendations. Melissa, for people who enjoyed this, what else might they like? Uh, if we're talking any form of teen horror, I got to shout out my beloved Scream. The entire Scream franchise is so strong. There are six movies. I think they're all on like Paramount Plus or something. Scream's accessible. Scream's a lot of fun. Sure, it's yeah. got uh, a lot of continuity to it. There are various sort of reboot points, but it's all the same continuity. Like the same OG characters will appear. It's very consistent unto itself. It's got a lot of references and homages to other things in horror history. And it's very meta. It is the nature of Scream to be meta, a movie that knows it is a movie and is talking about its place in the franchise. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and we mentioned Scooby. We mentioned Mystery Incorporated, which is the like fan Scooby-Doo homage series that you can watch episodes of on YouTube. But there is also Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated which was an animated series that aired on Cartoon Network from mm -hmm. like 2010 to 2012, somewhere around there, early 2010s. This is a beautiful show. This is my favorite of any of the Scooby-Doo reboots. It's all the same characters looking exactly the same, set in uh, one consistent town. They're not just traveling around in the van to all sorts of haunted amusement parks around the country. They're in one little seaside town called Crystal Cove. All their families live there. They go around solving little mysteries and they start to realize something bigger and weirder is going on here. There's something up with the history of this town where it seems like there are bad yeah. events repeating themselves and we're trapped in another cycle here. That's Which another story that I did for yeah. Riverdale, right? Especially with mm -hmm. this idea of the vampires kind of reinventing themselves. These like this magic history there. That would mm -hmm. be an interesting thing for this book. Yeah. Too. So it's got a lot of the, the teen drama. Daphne's crush on Fred. Fred only loves traps. He has to try <laughs> and figure out his feelings and know that he loves Daphne. Velma's a crush on Shaggy. He like 
really just wants to hang out with Scooby-Doo and watch movies and eat snacks. Thelma kind of gets a girlfriend later. You've got all the drama going on. And then all of the all the places the mystery goes to. It goes into also truly cosmic Lovecraftian spaces. And it's a really beautifully animated show. Very moody. Very eerie. I I can Mm -hmm. never recommend Mystery Incorporated enough. And it's only like it's two complete seasons. It is one whole story. There you go. Uh, The first of which we covered right here on the review show way back in episode 25. Yes. Long, long ago in days of poor audio quality, which also right about that is when we talked about the chilling adventures of Sabrina, volume one of that graphic novel, which is I still hold in very high regard. That is truly eerie. That's been one of the finer pieces of horror entertainment we've encountered on this show. Yeah. And I, I liked that these individual issues we were reading included like some sample pages of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina at the back. And you could see how very different they looked, but both oh, so yeah. effective. Like there's something about Chilling Adventures of Sabrina that looks almost like it's scratchier. It's like uh, the pages like look like effect. more. Yeah, yeah the pages look like they all. Yes, like they look like they are already worn out. Like this looks like something old you found in a basement already new when you buy it off the shelves. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Indeed. Um, do you have any other recommendations uh, or you, you want me to start? Dis- uh, Disney Channel original movies. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite is Phantom of the Megaplex. <laughs> good stuff. Um yeah, if if you want more Archie stuff like we've kind of alluded to, there are plenty of Archie comics related things out there. Whether you want the classic look, you want a newer, modern, updated look, uh, or if you want more Archie ho- ho- horror, that stuff is out there, too. Um, last week when I pitched this, I also mentioned Jughead the Hunger. Uh, which is more of a like werewolf story. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also uh, Blossom 666, uh, sure. which is like a single volume more about like witches and witchcraft and all of that stuff. Uh, and then Vampironica, if you want more uh, vampires and stuff like that, which they even make a reference to in this. They call her Vampironica in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh yeah, there's there's all sorts of stuff. They 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 have they've done a number of like one shots that are out yeah, there. Yeah, too. This you was on my one, mind. Like, Pops chocolate yeah. shop of horrors and yes, uh, ages ago when we listened to the audio fiction podcast Bubble that was created by podcaster Jordan Morris, who has since gone on to adapt that into a graphic novel. Uh, and after that, has written a couple of these Archie horror one shots, including that one. So I hear him plugging these on his podcast, Jordan Jesse Go. And I'm like, I yeah. gotta read more of this Archie horror, and then eventually get to the one Jordan Morris did. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so yeah, there's plenty more of that stuff on the horror side of things. Um, yeah, I mean, go go check out things like The Walking Dead. Uh, that's been on television for a long, long time. They did their final season like a year ago or so, but the Walking Dead universe is still going strong. Uh, I know there's a new show focusing on 
Daryl Dixon. Uh, there's one that's focusing on uh, Maggie and Negan, uh, all that stuff. If, if you guys have seen that stuff from The Walking Dead, uh, I'm also a big fan of Fear the Walking Dead. I thought that one was fantastic. They do a lot more. Um, the, the show ends up doing a lot more like experimental uh hmm. stuff with with uh the like lighting the way it looks what if we did this what if the scenario was more like that um that that sh- show was also very hmm. very good, good good but yeah then there's also the walking dead comics if you just want more zombie stuff um but yeah um also if you want something that's maybe a, a similar like Archie vibe, but with a more modern take, but is not Archie. Uh, there's a comic uh, called Giant Days um, huh. that I, I've 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 read small bits and pieces of. I've not read the actual like. Let me sit down with issue one here and sit down and read this. Uh, but it is like a college age uh, people. Uh, a, 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 group of them all friends yeah just kind of live in life and it is their like slice of life story but it is the drama their relationships between them all sorts of stuff like that uh that i've heard nothing but good things about i know it's uh at at the very least been nominated for all kinds of awards if not won a bunch of them so i would say go check out giant Mm. days as well um but yeah i think those are my recommendations so melissa it is your turn to pitch some things for this next week for uh spooky month here Mm -hmm. my theme for these pitches is return of the living pitches this is all stuff i've this is all stuff i've pitched to you in past octobers Awesome. Uh, I decided to dust off some stuff that I was really hoping we would get to uh, and you never picked. So these are some second chances at life for these. Uh, And I mentioned before we got started that as I was like collecting the details on these right before we started recording, I realized I don't know where to get one of them. So it might not be a feasible pick, but uh, you told me to go ahead and throw it in anyway. So we'll start with that. Pitch number one is a movie called You Might Be the Killer. This is a 2018 horror comedy. And this is about a guy who works as a camp counselor. He blacks out. He wakes up. Somebody's been murdered. This keeps happening. And he calls a friend of his who works at a comic book store and she's a big horror movie buff and he's describing what's happening. He's like, I think there's a killer on loose. I woke up and this person was dead and I have blood on my hands and I don't know what's going on. And she's like, "Okay, I know we're friends, but based on everything you've told me, are you the killer? Are you blacking out and killing them? Can you really be sure? (laughs) So this is another a very meta, very self-aware horror comedy with its okay. own like running kill count within the movie itself, like graphics that pop up on screen. And a lot of like flashbacks to like, this is what was happening when that guy was like blacked out. Uh, I haven't I saw this once a while ago. I remember being really fun, really inventive. Uh, and since it had the sort of flashbacks, it, it seemed like it had a good rewatch value to it. Okay. But Googling it, 
it's like you can get it with a premium subscription. Like you can subscribe to Fubo or Sling TV or have like Hulu with live TV added on. I didn't see it's yeah. not streaming anywhere. And I didn't find a nice and easy rent from YouTube for three ninety nine. So that's why right. there's like a caveat on this one. Uh, it's worth watching, but it seems difficult to get to. Let's see. So that I'm is pitched. Yeah, it says it's not currently available in my location for Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you can. It might be on Shutter, but that was 2018. I don't know if it's still on there. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? So it's you there have to uh, figure something out. Okay. Pitch number one, you might be the killer. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Pitch number two, this is from the year when I pitched you horror movies and their remakes. And what okay. we ended up going with then was both versions of Suspiria, which is one of my favorite episodes we've ever yeah. done. And so I wanted to bring Mind that back. <laughs> my pitches are... 1985's Fright Night and 2011's Fright Night. Uh, I have seen the 2011 version. It's honestly been one of the most fun movie nights I've had in the last several years. I love that 2011 Fright Night. Uh, And I'm really curious to see the original one. I think they're pretty similar, but I'd, I'd have to watch them both and see for myself. The description, at least for the original one, is... Teenage Charlie Brewster is a horror film junkie, so it's no surprise that when a reclusive new neighbor named Jerry Dandridge moves in next door, Brewster becomes convinced he is a vampire. It's also no surprise when nobody believes him. However, after strange events begin to occur, Charlie has no choice but to turn to the only person who could possibly help, a washed-up television vampire killer. (laughs) Uh, So that's a description for the original one. In the remake, I know, like, they live in the suburbs outside of Vegas, which is a mm-hmm. really specific setting. And when he's like, Mom, this guy who lives next door, I never see him out in the daylight. And his mom's like, well, he probably, like, works nights in the city doing something. Like, lots of people are under sleep during the day. That's why his house is entirely blacked out and he acts weird and you don't see him. Weird people come to Vegas. Yeah. Uh, and then instead of calling a vampire killer... He calls upon a David Tennant plays a Chris Angel type TV magician who it turns out actually knows some occult stuff. Interesting. Uh, I don't believe I I didn't immediately find these streaming, but these you can rent for like three or four bucks a piece somewhere. Okay. Uh, I I honestly didn't find any of these streaming. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then pitch number three, this is from a year when I did a series of international horror movies. This movie Mm -hmm. is from Iran, or at least an Iranian filmmaker. Don't know exactly where this was filmed and produced. But this movie is called A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. And Google this one and just look at screenshots from it. Uh, It's all in black and white. I've heard that this movie is like very sort of weird and and quirky and dreamlike. But the the brief log line is residents of a worn down Iranian city encounter a skateboarding vampire 
who preys on men who disrespect women. So this is like a, a vampire movie, but also there's skateboarding. And also I've heard it's kind of like a spaghetti Western. Interesting. This seems like a, like a really interesting mix of tones going on here. Yeah. Um, okay, so to review pitch, pitch number one. The, the, it's unofficial pitch number one, the difficult to acquire. You might be the killer. Pitch number two, the original 1985 Fright Night and the 2011 remake of the same name. Or pitch number three, a girl walks home alone at night. So really, you've got two vampires to pick from. What flavor of vampire do you want? Uh, So I I looked up all of these as you were talking. Uh, To be honest, something I don't normally do. I just kind of let you pitch them. And from like what I see in my imagination, like that's, you know, that's the one. I want that one. Um, But immediately when I googled a girl walks home at night i just this looks awesome like Mm -hmm. the the lighting in this looks incredible the black and white looks just striking and i think it'll be an interesting juxtaposition to what we talked about in this episode the use of color and the lighting and how that set the mood to then have one Mm -hmm. that is pretty much devoid of color here it's black and white which is scary in its own right I think we do this. A girl. Okay. Walks, a, a girl walks home alone at night. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I think, think this will be a be a good one. This is from yeah. what 2014. It looks like. I think so. Less, less, less than a decade. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I think this was uh, easier that. to find streaming around. Can't beat uh, skateboarding vampires. So, you know, <laughs> good. Um, cool. That is what we will do uh, this next week. Then I'm excited for that one. Um, but I think that kind of wraps up our podcast for today. So, Melissa, where can the people find you on the Internet? I literally just set up an account on Letterboxd. Because I got tired of saying I technically do still have accounts where you can reach me on Twitter and Instagram, but I don't really update them. You can always like send me a DM there. I will answer. Uh, Like I need one thing that I will update periodically. Uh, And I'm like, how about Letterboxd? I ought to have one. It's a nice place. All I do is talk about movies. It's a place where I can catalog every movie we've ever done on the review show. I'd really like to do that project. Sure. So I've I've done nothing with it yet. Literally set it up two days ago. But you can follow me on Letterboxd at WilkyWit, W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. There you go. Uh, and if you guys would like to stay up to date with me, I am at Yo Kyle Springer on most of the social media places. And if you'd like to follow us here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots, uh, if not at The Whatnots official uh, on most of these social media places. Uh, so yeah, go like, share, and subscribe. Plenty more videos for you to check out if you're watching this on YouTube. We would appreciate that as well. Well, we're so close to 666. Let's make that happen. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. this has been it. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.